really know where we're headed, we need to unveil revolutionary ideas from leaders that are shaping the defense and business industries. Join me on these chats of the future with Redstone Gateway. I'm James Lomax, and this is Uncommon Access. Today, we're talking with Bill Miller of Rocket City Tavern about the local food and beverage industry and what it means for the future of hospitality in our area. So, Bill, welcome to the program. Thanks, James. Happy to have you. Appreciate it. Uncommon access. Absolutely. Uh, so very glad that we had you on today. So uh, to introduce you to our audience, you know, you're the vice president of operations for WJP Restaurant Group, who is the uh, proprietor here of the Rocket City Tavern, uh, Fiero, as well as Dipwich uh, at Redstone Gateway. So how long have you been involved with the group and, and what has been your overall take of, of this project here? Well, thank you for having me on here today. You know, WJP has been involved with... Uh, Corporate Office Property Trust here at the Gateway for about four and a half years. Uh, one of the very early tenants in here. Um, been very fortunate to grow with the complex. I joined about a little over a year, maybe 14 months ago. So I was brought on to help continue the growth, see what we can do to just better serve the population here on the Gateway. So it's been a great time, great ride. Challenging ride the last year, of course, but been a good time. Yeah, challenging. So given that timeline, you know, you entered this situation right in the midst of a global pandemic, really the start of it. Uh, so what, what was that like jumping into this during it? And what were some of those challenges that you had during the pandemic? Very first thing I said is it wasn't my fault. I didn't cause the <laughs> pandemic when I started here. So made that perfectly clear. But the challenge was we're serving a population that suddenly was working from home. So there wasn't quite as many people in the area dining with us on a daily basis. So like a lot of the restaurants around, we had to streamline our, op- our operations, had to work a lot more efficiently, a lot smarter, and a lot leaner in what we were doing. We were fortunate and we were blessed to have such great customer base, partners in the area that we were able to stay open the entire time through our concepts. We run multiple concepts. We consolidated down into one, ran through our Fiero concept, which is a fast casual, but managed to keep our most popular items from all three concepts on the menu and still were able to serve a population here on the arsenal and on the gateway during that time of the pandemic. As we said, we were the essential serving the essential during that time. Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean, I remember getting some Fiero burritos during that time period and just enjoying. I, I think one of the things is like, a you know, the drive up pick up, you know, because there's not a formal drive-through here at your locations, but you almost served people as if there was one. So I thought that was innovative. But I guess just tell our audience a little bit about each concept because all, all three of them are unique. And there's really almost a fourth concept in, in the, the catering side of things. So if, if you could kind of run through those for everyone. Absolutely. We actually consider ourselves having five concepts here. Uh, our first one is our dip, which, which is our original American sandwich shop. Serves classic sandwiches, comfort food, homemade fries that are pressed here every day, cut chips, things like that. You know, you can get a, a roast beef sandwich, a fried chickwich, just great traditional hearty food. Next, we have our Fiero Mexican Grill. It's based on the authentic street-style Mexican food, burritos, bowls, tacos that are just incredible, fresh-made Every day, the ingredients come in fresh. We grill the chicken. We grill the steak. We cut it and prep it every day fresh. So it's a, 
a higher quality than you might get from a normal fast casual Mexican competition that we have out there. Third, we have our Rocket City Tavern where we are today. Our full service casual dining restaurant includes a bar, happy hour, things like that. One of the big things that we've done over the last year and really worked on is our catering business. Um, you know, if you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of box lunches, uh, offices working and things like that where we're able to deliver our great food to our clients and where they are serving them in that regard. The last part of our business is we have what's called the Redstone Gateway Conference Center. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably a part of the business that was hurt the most during the pandemic. Uh, no large gatherings, no large groups or things like that. But we're seeing that come back over the last couple of weeks and, you know, looking forward into May and further, we're getting a lot more traction of people wanting to come back out in large groups. People miss being able to have wedding receptions and rehearsal dinners and retirement parties and things like that. And we have a unique environment here that we're able to host a group of 10 to, you know, 150 Mm -hmm. in in an enclosed environment and gave them a great time. So. Yeah, and, and I don't know, you guys have done a little bit of everything. I mean, you've had rehearsal dinners here. You've had large retirement parties for generals and, you know, gatherings of all sorts of types, um, especially the corporate uses and, and the different groups that come here on a regular basis. But um, I guess not having that utilization was was really something that took a dive in that period of time. But it seems like it's slowly coming back. Definitely coming back. And one of the things that was really cool and unique is about a month ago, we actually performed a wedding here in the conference center. Wow. Uh, They came, they had their pre-dinner, had a great time. We did a quick switch, set up the altars and everything. They walked down the aisle. They performed the wedding here on the property. Another quick switch. And then we had a party that night with a band and dancing and had a good time and really celebrated. So we really, you know, have done well with the corporate dining. But one thing we're really sure. trying to expand upon is getting more and more of that social. It's a beautiful building, a great environment. So, like I said, we were very happy to get our first actual wedding on property last yeah. about two months ago. That was pretty cool. That's fantastic. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's in line where, you know, your guys' tagline of where history and people meet for great food and uh, just fantastic stuff. And I, I think part of the initial challenge uh, that may have been faced here at the Rocket City Tavern, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's just – the general public's perception of ride out road and gate nine and, and getting into the arsenal. And, and I feel like in, in recent months, uh, the arsenal is trying to uh, make sure that the public are aware that, that the gate has moved back. Um, there's been some, some great things like the, the Redstone gateway highway signage, things like that. So hopeful that, that not only the, all the great employees that work out here at Redstone gateway, but more of the general public will come support these fantastic establishments absolutely it's amazing the response we get when someone comes and a large majority of our guests their first experience is through an event they came for a meeting they came for a retirement party or a, or a wedding and their comment is i never knew you were over here sure you know because there's so many businesses and the office complex versus the restaurants we tell them once we get them in and we get them to sample Chef Michael's food, they're hooked and they'll come back. And that's kind of how we're growing our business that way. Getting the word out that, yes, it's okay to go over the overpass. Yeah. You're not on the arsenal. Yeah. You're not going to get arrested for, you know, going past the intersection there and knowing that we're here. Been getting more and more publicity. Um, opening up some other environments around here. They opened up a daycare, some things like that recently on the property, which is now getting more people to realize that. 
you're okay to come over here on yeah. this side of town. Well, that's what that's what we're trying to do at, at Redstone Gateway is create an amenity-rich environment, uh, for not only for the office employees that are all out here. Um, there's probably about 5,000 to date that work here in this office park. Obviously, greatly reduced right now does it with COVID, but um, trying to amenitize that for the general public as well. So the coffee shop, the daycare, and, and obviously these three restaurants. And I think that was key early on and why WJP Group was brought in. And uh, part of that was they truly are unique concepts. So I know the Rocket City Tavern is obviously a, a Huntsville, you know, homegrown type of establishment. You know, where, where did the ideas for Fiero and Dipwich come from? Are there origin stories behind those brands? Primarily, they were uh, our founder, William Post, Bill Post, and Michael Northern, our executive chef and vice president. He's one of the partners. And just traveling the world, they've been in this industry, you know, 30 plus years each. I've been in the industry 25, 30 years myself. Each of them have been longer than myself, working with restaurants and groups all across the country. During their time and their travels, they've had some very unique food and tried some great things and been down to Mexico and had some street tacos and some things like that. And when they were approached with the idea of creating an environment and some amenities in, you know, Huntsville, Alabama, to do some food, Michael and, the, and Bill just were like, hey, this is a great opportunity. Let's to give create. it a try. Let's give it a try, you know. So we're going to hit it on multiple fronts. We're going to do the comfort food with the traditional American sandwiches. You know, like I said, you know, we'll get a roast beef. We'll do a brisket. We'll do a fried chickwich. Let's get a little creative. Let's have a nice Mexican place create some great street tacos, introduce people to how they're really supposed to be made. So many people think a taco should have 20 items on it. You know, yeah. you just stuff it and you stuff it. A great Mexican street taco is very lean. It's, it's, it's the cheese, the onions, and the meat, you know, on a shell. It's high quality. High quality. So that was where that idea came from to do that. And then the tavern was just Chef Michael's chance to play and experiment. You know, the man's an amazing chef, has a background of just being able to cook anything culinarily and it's just letting loose. What yeah. do you want to cook, Michael? You know, what do you want to create? And he has created a very unique menu where there's some fast paced items, great for lunch. But then there's also, if you want to get something that you've never had somewhere else, you can have that unique item here with us and, you know, for that. Yeah. I enjoy doing business lunches out here. Obviously I've been for numerous events and always trying something unique and something that maybe I haven't thought of trying before. It's like the, I can never run out of options here is what I enjoy. So I guess, what are some of the things that, that you think are most popular on the menus and, and that have been all-stars? And then maybe is there is there a gag reel or a blooper reel of something <laughs> that you tried to un, unveil and, and just people didn't like it or anything like that? You know, I would hate to say there's anything that nobody really liked. I think pretty much, maybe it's not as popular as Yeah, I'm sure some people but, love, you know, people have different everybody tastes. Everybody seems to love the different yeah. tastes. You know, looking at the things that are popular, the salads that Michael's created, you know, have been incredible. We Great. we do a mixed berry goat cheese salad that is just phenomenal that people order all the time. And it's very, very popular. Traditional black and salmon Caesar is huge. It's probably my biggest seller, especially at lunch. People love that salad. It's just it's spicy, but sweet and, and savory in that regard. We get a little more creative. You know, the steaks on the menu are hand-carved. That's one thing, mm -hmm. you know, we do. Nothing comes in frozen or anything like that. The steaks are cut and hand-carved every morning to order half the time, majority of the time, and made in that regard. So those have been extremely, extremely popular. 
We've really started doing a lot more chef specials. Uh, one thing that we challenged ourselves to for this year in the recovery in 2021 is to be a little more experimental. So right now over in the Dipwich side, we're talking about classic original American sandwiches, right? But we're trying a grilled Cuban sandwich right hmm. now on a sourdough. So it's a little That's bit different, a little bit unique, and it's been hugely popular. Hmm. You know, we're like, how are people going to enjoy this? You know, on um, Fierro on the Mexican side, we actually installed a spit and we're doing an al pastor pork which is a marinated pork with a little bit of like um, pineapples mm. and some, some, some citruses flavors like that. We actually put it on a slow spit and let it turn, kind of like you would a kebab or a lot of people know shawarma or something like that from those parts. But this is a Mexican version. Hmm. And that's been extremely, extremely popular. People love coming in and just seeing this hunk of meat on a spit turning yeah. and cooking. But you know it's fresh. You know it's carved right there in front of you. And then served on your taco or your bowl. So that's been pretty cool. Home runs. Home then runs home across runs. the board. Yeah. You know, so it seems like you guys have always thought ahead a little bit, you know, and, and even in just, you know, in the period you've been here, you know, I know that we went through a project with your group on expanding the, the outdoor seating component and uh, encapsulating that so you could even sit during the cold months and things like that, you know, what do you see in the future? Do you see these concepts expanding? Do you, do you think that there's room for, for more concepts? Um, obviously, as more people come to work out here, there's going to be more hungry bodies. Absolutely. So what, what are some of the things you think forward into the future on how to address those? We definitely are making a hit list of things that we want to try. And that's why we're doing a lot of the chef specials or mm-hmm. what are items that could be more popular? We would love to have the opportunity to, one, expand our menus here, full expand our hours, you know, full all that. But we're also putting together some ideas. Yeah, it'd be great to be able to open up a, third, a fourth restaurant, you know. It'd be great to be able to take this and split it up on some other property if needed, you know, some other areas like that. So, you know, as we navigate the recovery waters of COVID, sure. we, we continue to do a lot more. We're looking at doing a lot more box lunches. Right now, we're doing some off-site catering. We're creating with some of the property here at the gateway is behind the gate on secured property. Mm-hmm. We're actually putting together a way to go over there and do some pre-sales and do some, you know, order aheads over there where we're able to take a trailer or a tent or something and do some selling over there and get, provide great food for our guests over there. So we're trying to find ways to go to our guests probably more than them coming in right now, but we, yeah. but we have lots of plans to expand. You know, we, like you said, we put the patio on the side We've enclosed it, so it's all weather. I mean, we have an enclosed patio now that has heat or AC, so summer and winter it's used. We have property behind us that, you know, we still have some patio space that we're able to Mm -hmm. expand. We've talked about putting up a wall, maybe putting a little chef's garden back there, growing Hmm. some herbs where people can see what's going on. That's kind of one of our things we'd love to be able to do in the future. Well, there's 468 acres out here. I think maybe we'll be able to figure out a place for a good little garden. Absolutely. Um, That's fantastic. And, you know, so I I know there's obviously some some different clientele, too, that come in and not just related to the arsenal or uh, to the people that work out here individually. But, you know, there's currently a hotel here. Uh, there's plans for a second hotel to come. You know, as as the traffic in Huntsville overall increases, is there thoughts that you address that dinner, bar, nighttime crowd in a, in a meaningful way? Absolutely. You know, we were open for dinner before COVID. Mm-hmm. We had to kind of reduce our, our scheduling based upon the sure. need and, the, and, you know, this the dining population coming out. But as people are going back out dining more, we are planning on opening soon, hopefully sooner rather than later back for dinner. Definitely, we're revamping our happy hour. We have a beautiful bar that has a garage door that opens up to an open, opens up to the front patio. Yeah. So, you know, we want to do that. 
we're involved with several of our local breweries. You know, one thing about our, if you look at our tap, there's only one national beer on there. And yeah. I, won't, I hate to say it, but I have to carry the one national brand. But everything else is a local brewery. We like to support our local community. Same with some of our distilled, our distilled liquors. You know, we support the local ones in town here. So lots of partnerships with them moving forward. Yeah. And as we expand that. As we continue to expand dinner, as more people are staying on the property as a hotel, absolutely is a definite thing that we want to do and be more involved in and, and be that destination. People will yeah. drive and people will travel for great food. And that's what we want to be, that place that while we may be a little out of the way for dinner, sure, you'll still come and see us. Well, and the food's good enough that people are, are willing to, to come. Absolutely. I mean, so that that's the thing. And so you mentioned earlier, though, coming to the people. You know, if you've been in Huntsville a little while now to understand that food trucks are massively successful and well i don't know about successful but they're they're popular so you know has there been any thought of a rct tavern truck or a fiero truck or you know i i don't know the financial situation behind those concepts but um we've played with it and looked at it they are a beast in and among themselves got it and there's a reason that most places go from truck to brick and mortar versus brick and mortar to truck. Got it. Uh, so we are maybe going to split the difference. And we've looked at some possibilities of doing some trailers and some things like that, where we prep the food here and then mm-hmm. take it and serve it somewhere else is something that we might look into. But, you know, to keep the quality and whatnot, probably not going to do a food truck anytime soon. But sure. never say never. Yeah. You know, looking, you know, obviously you hit most of the major food requests in town i mean you've got the nice sit down more formal rocket city tavern and then you you've got the fiero fast casual mexican the all-american food with dip which you know as you look at just huntsville and as a foodie yourself and and someone who loves food do you think that there's anything in in huntsville in the future that that huntsville's missing out on right now with food you know i've been in i've lived in huntsville about five years now so when I moved here, there was definite a little bit of a, a lack of choices and sure. variety of food. And it has amazed me the last four years, five years, how much the restaurant scene has grown and just the different food that you can get. So I think we're in a great spot. Um, people here are very accepting of creativity and not just wanting a burger in a box. Yeah. Uh, so you have the opportunity and the acceptance to experiment and create fusions and create some different things like that, which I think is a great thing moving forward. And we're going to see a lot more of that, you know, in the market and in our restaurant, as you know, you do. The other thing is there's a lot more combination of, you know, the bar with the food, you know, pairing, you know, there's a huge opportunity for pairing as people learn, you know, white wine with whatever, red wine Mm. with whatever. There's a lot more that you can do with that with beer. Beer, you can actually pair with more food than wine. Same thing mm. with there's liquor opportunities there. So I think you're going to see a lot more moving forward of combinations of pairing of beer, liquor, and wine with food items. So try to make it kind of like an experience. Absolutely. It's making yeah. it an experience. I mean, when you go out to eat, it is an experience. I mean, you're, you're breaking bread. You're sharing time with food, mm. with friends and family, and being able to enhance that with the full bar, alcohol, beer, wine, whatnot, I think there's going to be a lot more growth in that uh, moving forward. Well, you're already doing it here. I, I feel like if I can't get a fear burrito once a week, I'm 
I get withdrawal symptoms or something, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the other places don't cut it. But so that, that's another thing. So, you know, I know in real estate and our business, you know, we, we stay in touch with other people in the industry, try to, you know, maintain best practices and bounce ideas off each other, even though we compete, you know, is the restaurant industry like that? I mean, do you talk to other restaurateurs in town and do you guys collaborate on anything? Is it similar in that regard? Very much so. It's it's very friendly competition. Yeah. You know, we celebrate each other's success and we rub each other's noses in our success, but we all want everybody to do well because when one restaurant does well, we all do well. That's why we love having, you know, neighbors in our, in our market because it brings people into our area and then lets us introduce ourselves to them. Mm. You know, I, yeah, I talk to a lot of the managers. I'm very connected with several of the restaurants in town. I know a lot of the teams, the managers who have worked in, in several of these places we actually have a little um, text thread we go that we mm. share ideas and, hey, how are Good. you doing? You know, and then I'll be honest, it's a tough time. We also share a lot of employees. There's things like that we do. So we will help place people. Like I've got someone who's working days and needs a night shift. We'll, we'll hook them up with each other. We do a lot of com- collaboration like that to, to make sure we're taken care of. And just yeah, everything, you know, sharing product if we need to. We're all mm-hmm. here. To, it's, a very, it's a very close-knit group but it's a very tight knit group. But like I said, it's kind of like a sports team, you know, yeah. you want to be successful and you want to be the best receiver on your team, but you want the whole team to do well. Yeah. It's a lot like that with the restaurants. We want this whole market to just blow it out and be a great restaurant town. And then we want to be the best one of all of them. I love it. Well, well, Bill, I, I absolutely have enjoyed having you on here. I think that, um, We've learned a lot about these three concepts, about the, your guys' vision and your goals, and just excited to have you here. And I'm excited to eat, continue to eat here and support these restaurants. So just thanks for being here. Uh, we love it. We appreciate the support this town and this market and this gateway has given us over, these last, over this last troubling year. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you soon, Bill. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Uncommon Access. Our podcast is produced by Redstone Gateway, where the future works. You can find Uncommon Access on major podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, as well as on YouTube. You can find out more about Uncommon Access on redstonegateway.com slash podcast. Special thanks to our recording location, the Rocket City Tavern. We'll see you soon for another chat of the future. Uncommon Access is recorded on location at Rocket City Tavern. The tavern is conveniently located outside Gate 9 at Redstone Gateway and serves up delicious food with an unbeatable atmosphere. Rocket City Tavern is where history and people meet for great food and drinks.